Good morning, and welcome to Through the Word in 2020. I'm your host, Reed Ferguson. Today's reading assignment comes by way of four passages. Psalm 78, Joshua 19.49 through 22.34, Mark 3.7 through 21, and 1 Corinthians 7.17 7, through 24. Psalm 78 is another one of Asaph's psalms, and it's both interesting and powerful. The opening four verses set the stage. What a good thing it is for each generation to make known what they've come to know and have learned by experience about the goodness, power, and wonder of God. Specifically, for parents to tell their children of their own conversion to Christ. To tell them how God rescued them in trouble, provided for them over time, walked with them, comforted them, sustained them, and blessed them. It's a great reminder for parents to not be silent about our walk with the Lord, to give our children the heritage of our lives in Christ. Recount it, glory in it, joy in it, and tell them of it. But the psalmist doesn't stop there. In the following verses, the writer makes the case for why this is so important. He lists four primary reasons. So they should A, set their hope in God themselves, B, not forget His works themselves, C, keep His commandments themselves, and D, not be like their fathers, like us, in stubbornness, rebellion, and unfaithfulness. Now what is so intriguing about the balance of the psalm is how much of it is taken up recording Israel's sin and failure, but God's goodness, grace, mercy, and forgiveness in it. Our testimonies to others ought not to be about our goodness, but His, in the face of our rebellion. This kind of honesty among believers is often sorely lacking. We want our kids and others to perceive us a certain way. We want to cover our brokenness with a Christian veneer. So part of that is to protect an image that suggests we've had precious little failure in following Christ in our lives. We hide the fact that we still struggle with temptations and sins of all kinds. We make it look as though that we've got this Christian walk thing so all together that we only need God's occasional help, if that. That we need Him still theoretically, but not really. Not like we think we still have a lot of badness in us. Not like confession of sin and repentance from it is still a daily occurrence, as if we are honest with ourselves and our God, it must be. It's perhaps one reason we don't admit our sins to them even when our sins have been against them. That somehow, our families, spouses, children, and parents aren't as deserving of our confession and repentance as others are, when in fact, they're more so. We owe those closest to us the most honesty, the most obvious display of what it means to depend upon and walk with Christ in truth. Now the text is aimed mostly at parents here, but don't let that put you off if you don't have any yourself. If you don't have children, find someone else to pass these things on to, and for the same reasons, 
so that they might set their hope in God themselves. You see, it's a tool for evangelism. So that they might become acquainted with God's mighty works themselves, especially his work of redemption in the cross of Christ. So that they too might be brought into the obedience of faith, as Paul calls it in Romans 1.5 and 16.26. And so they would not be like us in stubbornness, rebellion, and unfaithfulness but walk with God in all fidelity. Beloved, let your soul soak that in a bit. God bless and God willing, we'll be back tomorrow.